Hey guys, Bump here. Tell you what, man, fantastic week, great week. I'm tired from the week, but it's a good tired. I don't know if I'm tired or I'm exhausted, or maybe that's the same thing. I don't know. That's how this show is probably going to go. So let's go ahead and get to it. Welcome to To the Top Talk. Greetings and salutations, everyone, and welcome to another episode of To The Top Talk, brought to you by our good friends at 4th Street Bar and Grill. We're recording this on May the 30th from beautiful Hattiesburg slash Ridgeland, Mississippi. Here, as always, with your break from the High Resource 5 propaganda to talk a little Southern Miss athletics. I am your host, Jason Bailey. Joining me now, the one and only Patrick Lowry. Yo, live from Ridgeland. Yeah, man, you're working overtime. Yeah, I know. It's but it's already been a long day after an awesome Monday. Uh and Monday was, was wonderful. It Monday was a great was a, day. Monday was a great way to end. Like I was already kind of exhausted from the rest of the weekend. Yeah. It was work like, today. Um pull yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it was like I don't know if I've ever done this because I usually play 18 holes of golf. But like I played with uh, our good friend T Row Thomas mm-hmm. uh, Royals, and he only had uh, some like time for nine holes, and so we literally got up, got like the first tee time, and we were done before nine o'clock. It was amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah, Telling you, man, eighteen's holes. too many. Yeah, nine might not be enough. Eighteen's too yeah, many. Yeah, you need like twelve. I think twelve that's would the be perfect number. Twelve. Yeah, absolutely yep. twelve. Because yeah. I wanted a little bit more, but I get it. Yeah, but you so, get yeah. like fifteen. You're like, damn it. Yeah, no, then you're cry. mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so today's episode is brought to you by Four Street Bar and Grill. Always the place to be pre and post game for every USM. They will have all the games on. If you can't make it to the game, $9.95 plate lunches Monday through Friday, home style plate lunches. Remember to tag us on social when you go by there. And that will get yourself out. I went to Four Street this week. You know, I, I didn't get to make to to the game so um so i went up there and saw, saw a bunch of people saw ladner up there right kept taking yeah. in a game mm-hmm. um and so so it was it was the perfect place to catch the conference tournament uh over there in montgomery um if you're still here and we did that and it was very fun and now you can do the same thing this week right if you're not going to auburn which you know <laughs> a lot of people are like me like i have to, I have a hotel room it's um, I don't yeah. know if I've talked to anybody that's got tickets in there, but those tickets went super quick, man. So if you if you're gonna be like me um and you don't have tickets and you're still gonna be in Hattiesburg, unlike me, then um go watch the games at Fourth Street. Yeah, agreed. Did you get tickets? What do you do? I did not. I I planned on it and they went so quickly, and um I, I, I think I'm in the boat of like holding out for a super. Um I'm just gonna yeah. I'm gonna trust the baseball gods and and uh ride the wave and uh i wanted to go i had this grand plan of you know golf at rtj and and baseball mixed in there and all this stuff is just in reality kind of hits and you're like yeah you know but anyway i'm gonna cheer them on uh unless there's like a last minute like let's go for it kind of spontaneous 
So that may happen. That may happen. I can't make everything, right? Like I, I, yeah. I, I can't make the conference tournament and the, and then hopefully the super regional and Omaha, every damn one of them. So you don't know where the super is going to be. If we get there, we do know that where Auburn is, that's not forever away. You know? Yeah. Um, it would either like be, town. you know, Clemson or possibly Tennessee, I guess, if Tennessee wins that regional, but yeah. that's who we're paired with for sure. So, so what happens we'll since see. last time we recorded, uh, we, well, we played a bunch of baseball games. We enjoyed the Memorial day weekend. Like I'm sure all the listeners did, um, mentioned you played some golf. I, I even played a little golf, which very rarely ever happens. Um, uh, watched some baseball, spent some time with friends and family. It was great. And I played drums in front of people and they didn't hate it. Yeah, you did. Which was, which was crazy. I, um, so my dad, my dad's a musician and he's been for, I don't know, 50 years, you know, probably. Right. <laughs> um, and I play drum dabble. I, I'm not, you know, I wouldn't consider myself a musician at all. Well, their drummer backed out last minute and so he asked me if i could drive up to to brandon and play at this little outdoor festival and it's one of those deals where you know some politicians get up there like in between songs about for me i'm tax assessor or whatever you know that kind of deal um yeah and everybody raving their american <laughs> flag and it was it was it was americana is what it was but i was up there nervous as shit because i just yeah. don't do this you know um but it went great. It, it, you know, it's, it's even harder when, when these people, they, they practice all the time. They're like, all right, this is song we're going to play. You're on the two and the four, and here we go. And they're just going to get into it. And I'm like, oh, sh- oh, crap. You know, just swinging <laughs> back there. It's something, yeah. you know, like, anyway. People said it sounded good. Uh, I don't know if they're just being kind or just weren't listening. But um, <laughs> but anyway, it was it was fun. And, um, and I, I would say I wish somebody had some video of it, but I'm probably sure. I, I wish somebody had, like, like a photo. I'd like a yeah. photo of me doing something. Be like, see there, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, it was really good. Um, and 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 before we get into the meat of this episode, uh, with all the games that we've played, um, tell everybody how they can get their their merchandise. Yeah, so it's going really well. Um, I think people are finally move, moving over to the bonfire site. So, um. I know uh, as as far as this season is goes, it seems like we always have a theme with baseball season uh, with the rally cat and stuff like that. So obviously this year, if you've been anywhere around this team, you've heard about goat yoga, you know about the goat yoga thing. So we, we have a shirt and it's really, it's, it's selling a lot. So it's, uh, it's going well. So uh, if you want to get one or you're, you want to get on the goat, the goat yoga train, we have those, we have more, we have Hattiesburg shirts, we have, uh, lots of them on there. And I think I talked about this last week, but it's more than just shirts. So we have uh, short sleeve, long sleeve hoodies, tank tops for summer and um, uh, women's fit Marge. We do have women's fit as well. So, uh, and those are on the bonfire.com slash store slash to the top talk, or we have a link tree on all of our social accounts that you can get to and find everything there. So check them out uh and there's lots of baseball in there and like i said earlier um <clears throat> we're gonna have a lot uh coming out uh, later this summer before football season awesome and what about the hub city eats account what's going on with that yeah so um yeah i posted a you know everybody that follows that probably knows about my love for tacos uh by el jefe i think is the name of the little taco place out by sidelines that mm-hmm. i love 
uh, well, I'd had a couple of recommendations from um, some people to try uh, uh, Luna Nueva, I think is what it's called. And it's kind of at the intersection of Westover and, no, I'm sorry, Weathersby and Oak Grove Road. So like that little three-way stop, uh, there's a gas station right there. Um, so there's a little place in that gas station. And I went there and tried it out. It's a new little spot, tacos, uh, a little bit of everything. Um, and it was stellar. So uh, go check them out. Hmm, I'll give them deal. a shout out on there. Some street Right tacos. next to uh, where the breeze used to be, kind of. Yeah or no? I'm thinking about uh, it was direction. right there where Stonewall's barbecue. Used yeah, yeah, yeah. To be. Same spot. Yeah, Same spot. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, got you. Very yep. good. So, man, um, let's talk a little bit. You know, this is going to be dominated by baseball talk, but yeah, the, the biggest thing I think going on right now is this: is this whole how do you determine who gets to host? Yeah, situation. So, mm-hmm. I would like to think that you know our our, our resume. Um, I think we checked a whole lot of boxes as far as those things, you know, with number of wins, oh, yeah. with being ranked, with um, versus top know, 50 versus 100. All those numbers were good. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I mean, and you would also like to think that your stadium size plays a part and your attendance. Yeah. Which is funny how our stadium size was such an issue with LSU and with Mississippi State. And then we, we allotted them 500 tickets apiece. Right. Uh, yeah. And our, our, our our, the size of our stadium was such a big deal. And back then we're like, what do you mean? There's several SEC schools that are, you know, at our size or even smaller. Um, so I don't understand what the problem is, but you don't hear a lot yep. of that these days. Um, you know, cause Auburn's is smaller. I mean, very comparable, but you know, but smaller. Right? Oh, I mean, um, almost 2000 seats smaller. Yeah. So I don't know that that's not an issue anymore, but yeah. How many tickets you can sell? Well, we sold more season tickets, um, you know, so like uh, for, we sold tickets for every single game of the entire 60 game season than Auburn's baseball stadium holds. So, yep. you know, I, I guess that didn't play a factor. Winning here because we won 41 and Auburn only won 34. Traditional winning 40 straight, went 40 wins, seven straight seasons in a row. I guess that didn't mm-hmm. play much of a factor. RPI, I guess, you know, but, but it doesn't, it, it, our good friend Reagan, put it this way. He said, man, they're always moving the goalpost as far as like, what, what is the deciding factor? Yeah. And sometimes it's RPI, but if it's, but if your RPI, say if our RPI would have been 13, that have been like, well, you know, it's not really that it's your stadium size or it's your strength of schedule or, you know, it's, there's always, there's so many parameters that they can just pick one, you know? Um, Yeah. Geography. Let's talk about that one for a minute. Seems like we're a pretty good shoe in for that. There's not one in the state of Mississippi. Last two natties have come out of this state. And now you don't even get a host with a 41 win team. But here's the ultimate deciding factor. I think it's a very important one. Yeah. If you have your athletic director as committee chair. <laughs> yeah. Or I even mean, on the board, Indiana State. I mean, yeah. you know, you just, you know, yeah. I mean, I agree. I think it's, it's, and obviously it's a hot topic. If you're on any kind of sport Twitter, um, you have seen memes and uh, chatter and, and the crazy thing was, you know, I don't know if you watch, I'm sure everybody watched the selection show, but like right after they had that lovely interview with Cohen and, and he himself admitted that it's a broken system, like with the RPI. Right. But like they so heavily, rely on it but he admittedly says that it's flawed and we got to do something to fix it but 
it's it's almost like it's all it's set up to benefit the the rich right and and it always tends to hurt the little one like as much as it hurts us uh as southern miss fans to not host and i think we should have um what about a team like campbell who is at what 44 and 12 you lose 12 games and you're not host like what are they supposed to do um yeah i don't know well well it didn't go and say you know southern miss just won one more game come on man you know, yeah. it, and, it, and at that and point, like, don't even ago. lie to me about like right. what your process was. Just yeah, that's the first thing you thought about to have a reason, and you sat up there grinning your sports coat and your tie, and you and just were supposed to just take it, right? So. Yeah, with closed eyes. Um, and I, yeah, I just I don't know it. It kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I think it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Um, and you know about the ticket situation, like it's it's not. Look, last year, and, and I'm not going to – I wanted to host really yeah. bad. That being said, man, I was so exhausted last year oh, <laughs> after gosh. we won a conference tournament. Like the surface of the sun. And then so. we uh, – well, but remember, we hosted conference, then we hosted regional, yes. then we hosted super, and I was just give out. Um, yeah, I was good for not watching a baseball game outside for a long time after that. Yes, yeah, so, so it wasn't necessarily that we were going to Auburn. It's just we didn't get any tickets. I mean, I don't think Auburn deserved to host – but nah. if you're going to get one, man, that's not the 16. So we're not paired with Wake Forest. So that's Correct. good. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say it's – well, I mean, as far as regionals go, I mean, it's a, it's a winnable regional. We can – I mean, don't get me wrong. We can lose to anybody. Um, but but in, and then the path after, if we were to make it out of this, if we're lucky enough to make it out of the Auburn Regional, mm-hmm. is a little bit easier than, you know, I thought it would have been going in. So it's not necessarily that we're going like who we're playing or that it's just, you know, we never crack at tickets. <laughs> That's my big problem. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I was completely, I think we were in the pool and I was kind of back and forth playing some music on a speaker and, and I just happened to open it up and people were like, yeah, tickets are already gone. And like, they had put on a graphic this. So I was like, wait a minute, like this has been what, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, how is that? You know, anyway. And Phil got some, I was like, what? Of course. Yeah, you know. It really it really puts a, a, a it's really a hindrance in deciding uh, how to take a family. Because <laughs> if it's just me, I can get over there. I'm finding my ass a way to get in the gates, right? Yeah. Somehow I will get me in there. Well, if you take a wife and a son, now it's like, well, I got to do it three times and hopefully get seats next to yeah. each other. Yeah. And, you know, and so driving that far with a six-year-old, and, and, you know, it's, it just, it's, it throws a whole just monkey wrench in the whole I actually situation. work with two Auburn alums and uh, one of them follows their sports pretty closely. And uh, she said that they have like a parking garage out, like right at the back of the state, like, you know, out in the outfield and like it's actually a pretty good seat like oh the, okay that's what they're talking about yeah you can like literally that. see the game from the yeah yeah, yeah 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 like okay. get up a, on a, okay. a higher deck or whatever and it's like a perfect so that view. that might be where i am <laughs> yeah um, i mean it works hey update us on the baseball polls how are we sitting well, you know we, we were in the polls at the beginning of the year yeah and then we were like hanging on for dear life and then we're out and i was like all right let's just stop this segment and then we yeah. came back right so yeah. we're back in there on all of them so uh, here we go. Uh, Baseball America has us at 17, ironic. Uh, and the ESPN poll has us sitting at 16. Interesting. 
Uh, D1, man, bringing it in at number 13, uh, up from 16 last week. And mm-hmm. USA Today coaches has us at 19. Of course they do. Uh, up from 23, College Baseball Nation at 15. Rob's rankings coming in at a solid 10. Shout out, Rob. Uh, solid choice there. And uh, the RPI, like it matters anymore, uh, is at 21. <laughs> Strength of schedule doesn't matter either. 46. So, And we, we, another hot topic that I feel like we at least need to hit on just for just mm-hmm. a second. Um, you know, we had Bill Blackwell on for Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame two oh, weeks gosh. ago, I think. Or was that last week? Two weeks, uh, maybe. two weeks ago and very nice man and laid yeah. it out and you know um very happy that he took the time well the first award rolled around and um well tanner hall was completely robbed i don't know how else to put it um yeah kemp alderman from Ole miss won it which i didn't even I, that was kind of like i was like man i thought he was third on the list tops i just i don't understand it i don't know what you're Thoughts are about it. Tanner won it last year, and he's actually got, you know, ERA-wise, he's like a full half run better than he was last year. Yeah. The strikeout-to-walk ratio last year versus this year it w- was better. That was like one of the best ones in the history of college baseball. Like, to repeat that would, you know, <laughs> I don't know if it's possible. Um, but, yeah, so as long as we're getting yeah. on, we're, we're starting the episode off with with – just ranting i figured that the first yeah i mean it's almost like hey that. let's let's give the heisman uh to a team that goes seven and six right i mean are very they ever going to do that very um, good point or a team that goes six and six it doesn't make a bowl game you're not in any kind of postseason play you're not in a conference tournament but you're the best player in the state where there's a team that's still playing baseball um and at a high level uh yeah i don't get it yeah anyway you know what tanner got plenty of other awards he won it last year i guess maybe they just didn't want to give it to somebody uh, two years in a row i still don't understand why there's scouts involved i mean uh, anyway it's yeah it's, i feel like bill should have gave us like an off the record like hey guys we're you know sorry but he's not gonna win it yeah don't get your listeners hopes up <laughs> I bet, Bill, the, I, bet, I bet Bill voted for Tanner. He better. Yeah. You should ask him. No doubt. All right, man. Let's get to this baseball talk. Good. Southern Miss baseball, 41 and 17, 22 and 8 in Sunbelt play. The Sunbelt championship was uh, this past week in Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, USM would play their first game versus one of the play in teams, the seven seed. Uh, James Madison played 10 seed Old Dominion. James Madison won, so that's who we got. So we faced them on Wednesday. The game started at 1230-ish, I believe. You want to get us caught up on what happened game one? Yeah, so uh, game one, again, against the Dead Presidents. Uh, uh, The Eagles would win this one by a final of 7-1. to uh, much to debate about about whether to throw Tanner or not. At the end of the day, you got to win this game. Um, so obviously Tanner did throw, and it was almost perfect. Yeah, zero uh, zero game through three innings. Uh, when James Madison took a one zero lead in the top of the fourth, and then uh, Southern Miss uh, does what we have done a lot this season: is immediately respond back in the bottom half or of an inning. 
or the top half, I guess. Uh, but this time the bottom half and uh, with a Nikki ball game bomb over the left field fence toward the train and uh, Eagles go up to one. Uh, Southern Miss added a run in the fifth, three runs in the sixth, another in the seventh uh, for a 7-1 victory. And again, like we said, I mean, Tanner Hall was uh, Tanner Hall. and Yeah, he was unbelievable. Nine mm-hmm. innings pitched, three hits, one run, nine Ks, no walks, 102 pitches, complete game. I mean, uh, can't get much better than that. Uh, so complete game in game one of the tourney is huge. Uh, obviously, you know, it's a long game and, um, and and they're rapidly right back to back to back. And so, um, you know, not having deep in the pin is, is massive there. So Southern Miss out hits James Madison this one 14 to three. Edsel goes two for four, Dickerson two for five, Lynch two for four. Uh, and man, Rod stays hot at three for four. Bottom of the lineup with Monastere, Montenegro, and Peto really makes this lineup tough to deal with. Mm-hmm, sure. There's just no spots uh, for easy outs or or back-to-back outs. Um, somebody's going to punish you if you miss a pitch. So uh, good to get that first win, stay in the winner's bracket. Very big to only use one pitcher. Uh, you know, comparatively, James Madison threw six guys in this one. So big difference there. Uh, only Tanner's second complete game ever as a Golden Eagle, which is pretty surprising. Uh, Tanner improves to 12 and three on the season and your thoughts. Yeah. Well, I mean, you hit them all. Yeah. I mean, the, the biggest thing, the, the story was Tanner, right. And yeah, of course, and, and coming back after you got punched in the face a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have done that all year. We made a habit out of it and I'm telling you, man, as soon as Nikki ball game, the bottom of that lineup, something happened, you know, <laughs> yeah. and just, I don't yeah. know. Um, not saying he's the entire reason, but I, it was right around that time. And all of a sudden, it's just the line. The lineup was just better. Everybody just got better. Yeah, it's crazy how even if you have like a solid nine hole hitter, how much it kind of springboards. But if you're seven, eight, and nine are doing really well, seven, eight, nine could be two, three, four in a lot of places. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So anyway, no, it was great. Tanner was the story. He was just, I mean, just unbelievable. I, 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 I wish we had like three more years to watch this guy pitch. It's just, it's just fun. Um, to watch it that leads us to game two <clears throat> and we this game was Thursday at around 4 p.m we won this game seven to six versus Troy um so Troy played app state and one in ten innings ten to nine uh, so they stayed in the in the winner's bracket and they got to play Southern miss Billy Oldham got the start for Southern miss and did a good job keeping the Eagles in it it was a quality start especially in tournament play versus a good Troy team um Troy can smash. Yeah. Um, Billy goes five innings pitch, seven hits, three runs, six strikeouts, and no walks. Then Mazza and Storm came in as well. Mazza goes two and a third um, with four strikeouts to two walks. Storm one and two. Th- Storm pitched a lot in this tournament. And yeah, he, he is. Did. He is just, and we're probably going to get to it later, but before I get to the rest of this one, how prophetic are the two captain's picks that were made? storm <laughs> towards the end of this year if you need a big hit it's usually lynch yeah. and if you have to get outs at the end somebody to come in and just dominate it's storm so yeah i mean he's perfectly geez. perfectly picked um storm's actually credited with the win and is now four and one on the season or troy took a one nothing lead so we're down again right in the second inning, USM responded with two runs in the, in, in the bottom of the third, took a 2-1 lead with RBI singles from Etzel and Dickerson. 
And Troy tied it up at two in the top of the fourth. Southern Miss adds around in the bottom of the fifth on a Dickerson double down the line. Troy again with the run top six, but Southern Miss counterpunches yet again. Runs in the bottom of the six, fueled by Black Johnson hitting a double, scoring two, and Etzel with a single knocking in Black. So the Eagles are up six to three after six complete. Nothing doing in the seventh, but Troy would tie it up. Uh, by scoring three in the top of the eighth. Uh, nothing for doing for Southern Miss in the bottom of the eighth or Troy in the top of the ninth. So the bottom of the ninth comes up. Slade Wilkes singles. Sarge walks. Danny Lynch comes up. <laughs> and once again, this postseason just hits this line drive. Uh, scoring Wilkes from second base with, with a walkout victory uh, in the bottom of the ninth. It was awesome. Etzel goes three for five with two ribbies. Dickerson two for five with two ribbies. Nikki ball game two for four with two runs scored. Black Johnson two for four with two RBIs. Um, Sarge with that leadoff single in the ninth that got us going and also walked three times. So he didn't have multiple hits, but the leadoff, yeah. the leadoff single got us going, and then he was on base all day long. Um, the Golden Eagles out hit Troy 12 to 10 and win the game, uh, win game two to remain in the winner's bracket. Danny Lynch comes up big again. Um, lots of guys stepped up throughout the game. Um, but but it was it was nice to get to get game two, I mean, because this was kind of the money game. Because uh, if you win this one, you don't play Friday. We play Wednesday, right. we play Thursday, you don't do this one. So it would seem like you could come in rested Saturday and um, and and whoever you're playing um, did not have that luxury. So yeah. felt pretty good sitting out Friday, right? Exactly, yeah. I mean, again, like we said earlier, uh, the bottom half really performed game one, not that they didn't in game two, but, you know, Etzel goes three for five, Dickerson two for five, and all those RBIs, and it's like, uh, man, it's it's it seems like they come in bunches, right? It's like it's the bottom half or it's the top, you know, it's just back-to-back, back. and and obviously that is huge uh, in getting guys on and getting them around. So, uh, but, yeah, I mean, who else? Who else besides Lynch to come up and hit that line drive in the gap? Mm-hmm. So, no doubt. Uh, yeah, feeling great. Game three, here we are. Felt gr- pretty great going into it. <laughs> How'd this turn out? I, I was playing a golf event during this, um, so we were listening to it um, all day long. Yeah. Take it away. Yeah. So uh ended up losing this one four to two. Um so first loss, uh obviously in the tournament and App State stays alive. Uh so lost four to two, but uh we were also out hit twelve to five mm-hmm. by app. So pitchers did a good job um you know scattering those hits around. So I think uh would have taken giving up four runs before the game started, or we all would have taken, you know, just, just four runs. Uh, Matt Adams got the start four innings pitch, gave up nine hits, two earned six K's a walk on 87 pitches. Uh, Sibley comes in through four as well, gives up three hits, two, two runs, no earned two K's 40 pitches. Southern Miss leads two to one after three Uh, Dickerson homers uh, to help get that lead. Uh, and then App State ties it up in the fourth uh, and then took a 4-2 lead in the sixth, and that ended up being the final score. So it's just one of those games where, you know, it seems like we're just flat. We can't get anything going. Energy's down. Um, an, early, an early game, you know, may have had something to do with that, but, again, it's it's hard to tell. Um, 
and again, like App State had their backs on the wall, right? And and they had yeah. to fight to stay alive. So um, obviously they were motivated. But there were some bright spots though. The Dickerson Homer, again, the guy just continues to either double or just generate power. Um, Adams worked out of the bases loaded jam early and gave up nothing. Sarge goes uh, gets three of the five total hits for the Eagles. He goes three for four on the day. Uh, only seven strikeouts on the day. Um, so put the ball in play. Um, and only use two pitchers. So again, in that, it's not like we went through the entire pin. Uh, so tip your hat and get ready for the afternoon game uh, versus the same team. So we played a 9 a.m. game. Next game was between uh, ULL and Coastal. Uh, so after that game, um, we we're back at it. Right. And it, it worked out pretty good for me, actually. I mentioned Fourth Street Bar earlier. Uh-huh. So after we played the golf thing, the Simakai golf tournament out at Shadow Ridge. We, uh, so we played, I think we teed off at like 30. So let's just say we got done at like one o'clock or something. Well, we were going to have the afternoon game. So I was, I was able to go home, shower up, get a little 45 minute nap, then ease on to the bar. <laughs> right. So it yeah. worked out. It worked out great for me. So, so that game started at 4 p.m. Um, the energy I thought was a lot better from, and even though, even though I was just listening to it on the radio, um, you know, texting with people that were there, they're like, I don't know, man, they're just kind of out there just going through the motions. And I don't know yeah. why I mean, when you're losing, I think it can look like that, but it's like, we, like you said, we, we didn't strike out a lot or anything that first game. Just mm-hmm. anyway, for whatever reason, just couldn't get it done in the first game. But you know, now as, as much as app state had their backs against the wall, well, so did we, during the second game. And we did have a huge advantage from not throwing a lot of pictures yet. Yep. So the energy was good. And center miss dominates uh, this game. The final score is 11 to one app just had to be tired. You know, that th- they played a ton of games so far. Um, Eagles played great. Uh, Momo, our good friend, Momo Montenegro tweeted after the loss that, that it getting punched in the gut uh, isn't always a bad thing. Right. Yeah. And that, that might've, it uh, might have been exactly kind of what happened. So I think he was right about that. Um, Eagles out hit App State 15 to four in this one. And, and there were some heroics at the plate. Um, but the story I thought of the day was Will Armistead. Yep. Or as that guy calls him, Will Armistead. Ooh. <laughs> Armistead. I heard that before. That's pretty Armistead. Solid. I love that. He sent me some stats earlier and he puts it in quotes Armistead. It's like, hey. I'll take it. Yeah. But no, he looked fantastic, man. Three months just filled up the zone all day long. Um, Sutter missed, uh, you only used two pitchers, like we said, in that early game, which was incredibly important um, to save arms throughout the tournament. Armistead goes seven innings pitch, four hits, three Ks, two walks on 97 pitches. That was a complete game because we scored 11 and they only scored one. So yeah. we got out of there with the 10 run rule. As is, is that is that rule was in effect. Offensively, lots of good, Golden Eagles had a good game. When you score 11, that happens. Um, but Etzel, three for five, two RBIs. Wilkes, two for four, two RBIs and a homer. Uh, Reese Ewing, three for four, two runs scored. Lynch, two for four, two RBIs. Carson Pato, two for four, two RBIs. Eagles hit six doubles on a day. Uh, Pato hit two of those himself. Um, that field was really deep in the alleys. There were several yeah. balls and they hit it. I was like, get out. And it was like a, a, a long one hopper. Yeah, you know, yeah, it was like 390 in some spots. I don't know. It was crazy. Like, it was lots yeah. of lots of territory. Um, but it was a good game. 
it would end up sending us to the championship. Eventually, we would find out that our opponent was going to be uh, Louisiana Lafayette as they beat Coastal in the noon game and turn around and beat them in the nightcap. It was good for them, man. I, I, I like those guys, you know. Um, I felt like this should have been the championship game if we could script it ourselves and have a yeah. winner-take-all uh, against the Cajuns. I thought that uh, that that I don't know. I, I, it seemed kind of destined to be that way, and it turned out perfectly. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Yeah. So about the championship game, go ahead. Yeah. So uh, this one uh, obviously was on Sunday at one, um, like you said, against Louisiana. So championship game, winner take all. Um, and it seems like, uh, yeah, that's obviously how, like you said, it yeah. should yeah, yeah, how yeah, it yeah. how it should have played out. Uh, Nico Mazza got the ball and got us got us through three and a third inning, giving up three hits, two earned, five Ks, two walks, and then. Uh, Captain Storm comes in and finishes it out. I mean, the as long yeah, uh, as longest outing, uh, longest you know, one I can remember. I, I don't, I don't know yeah. how. I, I can't it's imagine it. He had a long relief thing last year in postseason play. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem like it was five and two thirds. I didn't go back and look it up. Five. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, five and two thirds gives up three hits, no earned, eight Ks, two walks. Uh, five and two thirds scoreless was huge. I mean, legendary for, mm-hmm. um, you know, a championship game. So, um, Southern Miss got ahead in the first with a Dickerson home run again, power, uh, and led one Oh, and then you, uh, L L, uh, took the lead in the fourth to go up to one, uh, Lynch comes up in the bottom of the fourth and ties it up with the Homer, of yep. course. Of course. Uh, Dickerson knocks in Edsel later in the fifth. To hey, make... real quick, not to interrupt yeah. you, mm-hmm. but if you're Louisiana or what are they going to be called, and Lynch comes up these days, I'm thinking I'm walking him. I'm giving him. Four I don't, every I don't time. care if there's. Yeah. I don't care if there's bases loaded. I don't yeah. care if there's nobody on. If he's the, if he's the leadoff batter, like put him on. You know. Yeah. Runners on first and third, put him on. Runners on bases. It doesn't matter anyway. Agreed. Because even even he had a bloop that fell in down a left field line. <laughs> yeah, you know, just it's 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 got to be getting to them at this point. It's but the anyway, balance of the yeah. golf the, the say the golf gods the baseball <laughs> gods uh, kind of balancing out uh, all the smack talk. I think, but uh, again, like you said, Lynch comes up bottom of the bottom of the fourth, ties it up with the home run, and Dickerson knocks in Edsel in the fifth to go up three two. And then Wilkes um, hits a ball that may have just landed uh, with a two-run bomb in the seventh <laughs> to make it 5-2. And Eagles' final run was scored by a Nicky Ball game off a Black Johnson double. So all in all, Southern Miss banged out 10 hits. Dickerson goes two for four with two ribbies. Sarge two for four. Lynch two for four with an RBI. Uh, the Eagles only struck out seven times compared to ULL striking out 13 times. So... Uh, story of the day again was Storm's performance. It was just solid performance after solid performance in this tournament out of the pitching staff. Uh, not to take anything away from the offense because obviously we won ruled uh, games, so obviously they performed. But uh, in clutch moments, man, these guys uh, stepped up and uh, huge, huge for the program. Obviously, uh, and the Eagles win the Sun Belt Championship, and um, man, exciting. I, I was thinking back at 
at the beginning of the season, right? I think I tweeted something out about this, or maybe I put it in the Discord of like, um, after 10 games uh, this season, we were all kind of like, uh, I think there were questions of like, will we make it to 40? Is that possible with the rest of this schedule? I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was possible. I think everybody said like, I just don't see it. Like where. Yeah. I think we're going to squeak in. I think we're going to win 34. Yeah. We're going to be a three or a four seed somewhere. We're going to make it. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're not, we're going to finish fifth or fourth in the conference and. Oh, I didn't think that we had the, the team last year at one point won 16 in a row. I said, right. this team just doesn't have that in them. Yeah. <laughs> and then we won like 15. 19 out of 21. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Just incredible. Um, man. Yeah. No, it, it was great. You know, and that's when I was still playing drums and this was in Brandon. So, and I had, uh, so I had my phone, my ESPN plus phone set up on the top of this fan that was blowing on us. And I put a brick on top of the fan and set my phone, like, leaned up against the brick. So oh, I yeah. could, like, you know, just look over there. And um, and, and I did. And, and so I saw it. And I was trying I – w- I was going to make an announcement, but uh, I didn't have a microphone. And next thing I know, somebody comes out of the crowd. The guy was kind of putting the whole thing on. And he was like, hey, everybody, you know, um, Southern Miss just won the Sunbelt Championship game. Because this is in Jackson, so it, it typically this like an Ole Miss and and state dominated crowd. Yeah, right? of course. Yeah, it's just how it is. I grew up there, and um, and so he made the little announcement. He did follow it up with, "So, Southern Miss to the top, or whatever it is they say down there." I'm like, okay, well, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, um, so but they did give it a little shout out, and it was good, and and it was uh, it was neat, man, and um. And so then, you know, we're, so we, we celebrated that and then we're thinking we might get to host. We've already gone over how that went down. Yep. So then we found out we we're headed to Auburn. Um, this is actually the second time in program history that Southern Miss will play in the Auburn Regional. Last time was in, two, look, get this. So second time in program history that Southern Miss will play in the Auburn Regional. The last right. time was in 2010, which was Scott Berry's first season as a head coach. Oh, wow. What a stat. Destiny? Yeah. A little, little bit? Gotta be. So what about these teams that are in the regional? So it's so I'll lay it out, and then we can go team by team, just we mm-hmm. put down some some key stats for each of them just to get everybody caught up on who our opponents um, will be and, and or might be. So um, Auburn, uh, the host team, obviously, uh, out of the SEC. Um, Penn is out of the Ivy League and Sanford, uh, of course, along with us. So Sanford is out of the Southern Conference. So I'll tell you what, Pilo, won't you take Auburn, then I'll do Penn, then you can do Sanford. Okay, yeah, Sam, not Stan. Uh, (laughs) So uh, Auburn's sitting at uh, 34 and 21, question mark, uh, 17 and 13 in the SEC. Uh, they beat Missouri ten to four, lost to Vandy six to four, lost to Bama seven to four in the SE, uh, SEC tourney. Uh, they're hitting two ninety one as a team with a five eight uh, ERA. Uh, Bryson Ware uh, is kind of their guy, um, batting three fifty six on the season with twenty four bombs, sixty three RBIs. Yeah, he's a monster. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Uh, followed that up closely by Cole Foster at 336, 13 home runs, 49 RBIs. 
and uh, Cooper McMurray at batting 275, 14 home runs, 47 RBIs. So uh, as a team hitting 84 uh, RBIs so far this season. 84 homers. What did I say RBIs? Oh, my gosh. What time is it? It's late. (laughs) 84 home runs uh, as a team. Uh, Probably a lot more RBIs unless they're all solo shots. Um, (laughs) Tommy Vale. Uh, led the team in innings pitched uh, with a 3-4-6 ERA, 77 Ks, 40 walks, and a 5-1 and one record. And Will Cannon uh, seems to be their closer with uh, five saves. All right, so Penn, 32-14, and 16-5 out of the Ivy League. In their tournament, they won it. Uh, so they beat Columbia 10 to six, beat Harvard 10 to seven, beat Princeton 16 to three. So they rolled right wow. on through that. They're coming in feeling pretty damn good about themselves. They're hitting 291 as a team with a 4.00 team ERA. Look out for Wyatt Hensler, 316, 17 jacks, 15 doubles, 60 ribbies. Cole Palis or Palace, either way. Yeah. Um, he's hitting 338 with three home runs, four triples, nine doubles. Wow. Davis Baker, 330 with four homers, 16 doubles, and three triples. It's a lot of triples. Um, three guys have thrown over 60 innings pitched for Penn. Uh, John Bosky has thrown 62 and two-thirds. He's got a 2.87 ERA, 7-2 record. Um, Owen Cody, 62 and a third, 3.03 ERA, 5-3 and three record. And Cole Zafiro, 64 innings pitch, 3.09 ERA, 5-2 and two record. That's a lot of really good the, – the, the SDRA of all those guys that have thrown all these innings is 3.09. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't care. They're playing college baseball teams, right? Yeah. That's pretty damn good. Um, Carson Osmer leads uh, them with six saves. What about Stanford? This is the team we got. This is the team yep. coming up. Yeah. So. so this is obviously who we're playing on Friday. Um, Sam for not Stan, uh, sitting at 36 and 23, 15 and six in the Southern Conference. Um, so man, they had a busy, uh, I guess, conference championship. So they won 2 1 over ETSU. They lost 7 6 to Wofford. Uh, one nine five to UNC Greensboro, one seven to two to Wofford, and one five two again over Wofford. You know, um, all those are on the same day. Yeah, well, then that then they say that was like a triple header to yeah. finish it out. That's yeah. insane. That's uh, a lot. Yeah, so they're hitting two eighty three as a team and a team ERA of six. Uh, John Anderson uh, is kind of their. Slugger at uh, batting 286 with 22 bombs, 60 RBIs. And I also have Lucas Steele batting 314, 16 home runs, 50 RBIs. Uh, Josh Rodriguez uh, is batting 271 with 11 home runs. Uh, Jaden Davis uh, batting 363 with nine home runs leads the team with 78 hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he'll be a tough out. Um, and Jacob Carvey. Uh, what I would imagine is who we're going to see on Friday uh, with a 3.19 ERA and a 9-2 record, uh, over 98 and two-thirds innings pitched. Uh, and Ben, oh boy, uh, Pachetsky with 31 Pachetsky. appearances, uh, 4-2-9 ERA, 50 innings pitched out of the pen, and 14 saves. Yeah, so we're probably going to see him, you know, Maybe at some point. Um, <laughs> right. Sutterman's stats, uh, stat guy, 
chimed in with a bunch of really cool stats, uh, mm-hmm. and I wrote some of those down here. Uh, so USM is 15 of 21 coming into the regional. Samford has won 12 of their last 15. Penn has won 17 of their last 20. Auburn won eight straight heading into the SEC tourney, but then they went one-two barbecue. Um, so wow. still that's eight out of 10. So that's, that's a whole lot of winning. Every team in this is feeling pretty good. Um, yeah. After losing three of four game ones of a weekend series, they won their final 10 game ones of their weekend series plus game one of the conference tournament. It's talking about Sanford. Um, in those final 11 game ones, they held their opponents to three runs or less eight times. Wow. Sanford's 101 total home runs this year is a school record for them. That's a lot. Uh, and so and here's another one uh, uh, featuring Armstead here. The, the three strikeouts by Armstead, it, we talked about he had the seven inning complete game. Right. So he struck out three. But the three Ks by Armstead uh, in the seven inning complete game run rule win over App State tied for the fewest Ks our staff had in a year and was the fewest by the team in a win since April 10th, 2021 versus UAB when we had just one strikeout. Interesting tidbit. Um, we have 78 home runs this year through 58 games and a 285 team batting average. Tanner Hall's last two starts, 17 innings pitched, six hits, one run, which was unearned, 21 strikeouts and one walk. Stellar. <laughs> Pretty incredible, I mean, right? My goodness. Um, and we've already went down foodie talk. Look, let's 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 get to um tell you what, let's get the tweet of the week. Yeah, real quick. And this is a tweet that I thought worthy uh of being mentioned. And there's again, there's two of them, and we talked about them before the thing. The first one we just have to read. This came in response to a big game boomer thing where he said, uh how many games will Southern Miss win this football season? And people, a lot of people are like, you know, seven, uh, they're going to eight and four. Uh, then some people are like 12 and oh, you know, whatever, that kind of thing. And then there's this one moron from Alabama who I don't know why these people have to stick their nose into talking about Southern Miss stuff, but they seem to, to do it Probably for, for some live in Hattiesburg. For people that, that, that claim to not care about the university they, they sure do seem to care a lot yeah. so this brainiac this is what he tweets out this is horace and his twitter handle is at large elephants <laughs> all right it's, you can see where this is going um so i'm gonna read this and i think i almost should have to read it with like a a like a, a forrest gump accent or something oh yeah yeah I can make i'm not gonna try that but this is what it says Lost at about 23 times and ain't even real collages. And they thinking they could got like we was, but more meat bits in them than it, if it was two footballs, hashtag real tide. So that's like, this is it's the most perfect. I think it's the most perfect. <laughs> it's the most perfect <laughs> Alabama tweet. I think I've ever heard my life. So the keywords in there are meat I don't know. and roll tide. Yeah. There's lots of it's in here. Gosh. And what does that even mean? I don't know. I don't know. 
But I'm so glad I saw it. Yeah. So glad I saw it. So I can week. But then coming in hot towards the end, and this guy does a great job on Twitter. He's one of our own. Well, I don't know who he is exactly, but he's he's Twitter. Everybody follows him. Um, is it's at Chill Hall. Mm-hmm. And so he tweeted out. I'm about to explain this a little bit. It, it looks like there's like just an audience of like people. And they all look exactly the same. They're just drawings of people. And the the headline of the tweet says, stop me if you've heard this before. And so there's several little message boxes or message bubbles of yeah. these people's heads of what they're saying. And this is, of course, after we were already announced that uh, we we're going to Auburn. And the reason that we didn't get host, and you start hearing all these reasons excuses. fly excuses yeah excuses fly mm-hmm. so so the little message bubbles above these people one says but your rpi sucks one says we were tired from the sec grind you got midweek games don't mean anything bigger stadiums at, te- at texas high schools you can't even beat us in midweek games rpi isn't everything it just means more or and uh, we didn't care so anyway, very well done from, from chill hall. Those are our tweets of the week and they were fantastic. You guys are awesome out there. Um, as far as the mailbag goes, uh, every time I look on there, there's orders coming in for t-shirts on the bonfire site. That's, yep. that's really cool. And the guys like we aren't look, this is, <laughs> this is far from like, making like a million dollar thing we have going on here we just like doing them it was awesome at coming up with these designs and we give very little profit off these things at all but we just yes. it's, it's a way to do it and it's a way to get that out there and and you know we hope you guys like them so um i'm not going to say that we do not make anything but it is We're pennies on the dollar less, yeah less than uh, on the dollar. less than five dollars over cost per yeah, show so yeah. very very minimal profit um, but also on in the mailbag were some fantastic voicemails. Yeah. So there was a few voicemails that came in and I think you guys are going to enjoy them. I know I did uh, sit back and relax and enjoy these voicemails. This is Wayne Bailey. Just wanted to vent a little about the NCAA denying us a regional host this year. Very unfair. And to top it off, Auburn has allotted us zero tickets for our fans to come watch the games. And to think the NCAA is paid to make everything a level playing field. That is bull crap. All right, to the top talk. This is Kevin Rogers. Uh, Forgive me, I'm a little hoarse. I've been at uh, five baseball games yelling to the top of my lungs every single one of them doing my job as a fan for the golden eagles but uh bump asked that uh anybody any fans that were there could leave a uh, maybe some comments review on thoughts the sunbelt conference baseball tournament uh, my wife and i attended all five games we went there uh, wednesday and stayed um so here we go stadium stadium was old a lot of history some cool pictures and memorabilia. Um, it was it, overall very relaxed environment, very easy to enter. Uh, concessions were fine. There was some shade. 
So overall, uh, the stadium, stadium was fine. The train tracks in the beginning were kind of cool. So the trains would come by and give it that, you know, that was, that was cool. After uh, five games and about, uh, I don't know, four or five trains per game passing by, got a little old, got a little old, got a little noisy. Hotels, tons of hotels in the area within walking distance of the stadium. Um, different brands, um, so different price ranges, no issues with hotels, um, lots of hotel options. Parking, parking was uh, overall easy once we figure out where, where to park because um, we arrived Wednesday. A lot of tourism, a lot of conferences, state capitals there. It was pretty busy. Uh, we found a city um, parking garage and there was also a surface lot uh, by our hotel that you could pay $5 to enter. Uh, once you entered, you did not have to um, pay again until you left. So literally we walked the entire week. We never used our car, so we paid $5 for parking. Not a bad deal. It was safe, well lit, and we could easily see it from the hotel. Uh, restaurant bars. Tons of restaurants and bars within that area. Again, all within walking distance. One to two blocks from the stadium and hotel. Um, we had Dreamland. We had barbecue at Dreamland. We had Winsels. We had Great Italian. We had Mexican. The Aviator Bar was really, really cool bar. Uh, lots of options there. No complaints. Crime. I heard some issues saying, well, Montgomery's crime-ridden. Well, I guess the uh, mayor heard that also, and uh, there were cops everywhere. Uh, we felt secure at all time. We uh, did not stay out super late at night, but even walking around after dark, no issues. Uh, we're not approached by any like homeless people like we are when we were in New Orleans, and, and we didn't have any issues whatsoever. Felt very safe. Overall, it was a great week, great tournament. Yes, I'd love to see it in Biloxi too, just for laziness and being closer, but um, Montgomery put on a great tournament, great host. Sunbelt did a great job, and uh, I will be attending Lord Willing next year if it's in Montgomery. Um, I'd also like to give a huge shout out to the Top Talk for sponsoring my uh, USM Golden Eagle football season tickets this year, right? Bump, you're gonna just go ahead and cover that for leaving this review, so thank you so much to that. But no, seriously, great week i'd also like to give a shout out to my wife for uh going for the entire week um so yeah you guys uh try to check it out next year and go to montgomery southern miss to the top yes this is larry from lafayette and i want to confirm that daddy lynch uh, bought a farm over here close to ours and uh he just saw a truckload of goats being offloaded so it looks like he's gonna open up his own little uh goat yoga farm here in lafayette this is james johnson james johnson i called about a month ago and talked about the dead presidents now i wanted to talk for just a minute about the tournament i thought it was great that we beat the dead presidents again then we beat the mountain people then we beat the trojans and then Last but not least, we beat USL, the Cajuns, from Louisiana. I thought it was great. There was home runs. There was way too fast pitches for my eyes to keep up with. There were double plays. And we apparently, we made the Cajuns really upset with Dustin Dickerson flipping his bat. 
And let me tell you something. If you're upset with Dustin Dickerson, I think that's crazy because you had no problem with Dustin Crawfish. Yeah, I said it. I said it. Now, that the Eagles are heading to Auburn, I am very, very excited to see our run in the tournament. Now, last but not least, I've got a bone to pick with Mr. Patrick Lowry. I believe that Mr. Lowry is practicing witchcraft. The man apparently can predict everything that's going to happen in the game. This is insanity. Last time we played at the Pete, we played Lafayette, Southwestern Louisiana, Louisiana, whatever they're going to go by. And let me tell you something. We've hit many Grand Slams in our time. Many of them. But this man, Mr. Lowry, claims to have called not one, but two Grand Slams in the same game. And I'm going to tell you something. That makes me very, very concerned. Very concerned indeed. And there's many people out there upset by this. So we've got one or two ways we can handle this, Mr. Lowry. We're going to put you right in front of Coney Island. In downtown Hattiesburg, in front of a crowd of people. And all of the concerned citizens will get one throw of a tomato from my garden. Or, number two, you've got to spend an hour with me at the Beau Rivage in Biloxi. And let me tell you something, I am one heck of a gambler. But I could use a soothsayer. Now, with that being said, y'all have a good rest of the show. Thank you. This is James Johnson. All right, P. Well, you know, a lot to unpack there. It's it. We've been asking for them. <laughs> we've been asking for for people to send in the voicemails, and yeah, we have. And, and they finally uh, they finally came through with some, and um, so that we heard was that was my dad. Yep. And it was obvious he was not he was not reading that straight off piece of paper at all. Uh, you know, <laughs> at all. <laughs> but but no venting about the NCAA and I feel you, you know. Accurate. It's, yeah. Uh, that's that's uh, it's great. Uh keep those voicemails coming in. Thank you so much, Dad, for doing that. Uh our good buddy Kevin Rogers was after that. He recapped his, him and his wife's visit to Montgomery. Uh, the tips for like anyone interested in going next year and, and that was yeah. awesome very very well done very very thought out uh he didn't want to do it because he said he was a horse but you know i didn't think he sounded horse at all yeah um and also kevin to the top talk will not be buying your football tickets so uh good try yeah but we can uh set up we'll have a tent set up where you can tailgate we can and we will come down to uh, uh the beach and you know use your boat yeah it's happening. We should definitely do that. Um, Larry from Lafayette chimed in, saw the goat yoga farm in person, apparently over there in Lafayette. Yep. On the farm. See. And then uh James Johnson, listener James, he had quite the bone to pick with with you. <laughs> so I don't know if you know who James is. Um, <laughs> he's he's sent in two voicemails so far. He's got this how to describe his voice. Um, he's very passionate. Yeah, uh, about 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 whatever he wants to talk about, dead presidents and 
now just i don't know if he's calling you out on on yeah i'm gonna be attacked at coney island it sounds like on your picks uh or if he if he wants you to i think he said be a soothsayer yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna go down and pick some numbers and roulette sounds like but it. if i tell you what if that tomato thing happens um we'll i got a six-year-old i got a six-year-old who <laughs> dot your ass with a tomato <laughs> Uh, but no, thank you very much for sending those in, guys. It's, it's that was amazing, very entertaining. And and I, if you ever want to hear yourself do that, it's pretty easy. You just you just hit the the voice memo app on your iPhone or whatever it is on all the other phones that aren't iPhones, and um, just email it straight to to the top and there you go, you get in. It's pretty easy. Yep. Southern missing related news, man. There's a bunch of it this week. Um, some very interesting facts and some very uh, some honors that were handed out. So Dr. Tristan Clemens, assistant professor mm-hmm. in USM School of Polymer Science and Engineering's engineering is uh, is is set to represent the United States field hockey team at the Pan America Hockey Fives World Cup in June. That's amazing. Yeah, I saw the thing. He looks like a really cool guy. Just like one of those guys that if he came on like 10 minutes in, he'd be like, ah, I can't talk to these idiots anymore. I'm way <laughs> smarter than them, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's, that's just cool, man. I would, I would like to chop it up with this guy and see what it's all about. Um, I guess we'd have to get Reagan involved in the freaking hockey talk, but you know, yeah, uh, yeah, we could do it. Uh, Tanner Hall was named pitcher of the week for, for perfect game USA. Three Cinemas baseball players, Matt Adams, Carson Pato, and Slade Wilkes were all named the 2023 Academic All-District Team selected by College Sports Communicators, mm-hmm. recognizing the nation's top student athletes for their performances on the diamond and in the classroom. Very nice. Very well done. Um, we already mentioned this, but Tanner Hall completely robbed for the Ferris Award. Uh, former Golden Eagle Tyler Stewart threw 18.1 innings on the mound during the month of May and allowed just one earned run. How good is that? He's Incredible. in the New York. He's in the New York Mets organization. Uh, Tanner Hall and Dustin Dickerson made the first team All Sun Belt Conference. Danny Lynch earned second team Sun Belt Conference honors. Tanner Hall was named the Division One Pitcher Baseball Pitcher of the Week. Um, Danny Lynch made an announcement that he will be a graduate assistant next year for the Golden Eagles. Awesome. I didn't see that coming. Uh, that's incredible. Um, and, and it's someone who we're probably definitely going to talk to leading up to baseball season. Oh, yeah, year. we got to do that. A million percent. Not exactly sports related, but uh, USM related somewhat. Uh, Rodney Bennett, former president Rodney Bennett. Uh, it, I couldn't tell. I thought he was named the next chancellor in Nebraska. But I think it looks like he's probably going to be named. Yeah, the next I think chancellor. there's some... Mm, Dot your eyes and cross yeah. your T's type of deal. Either way, um, even if you, I think he's going to do it. I think he's going to get it. But if he doesn't, then I, I had no problems with Rodney, man. I thought he was cool. He was always very nice to me. Um, so good for him. Um, football announced that tickets for the touchdown club are officially sold out for the 2023 season. Yeah, that's that's really good. Way ahead of schedule. Um, the final attendance numbers for baseball came in this year at 158,000. 189. The previous record was 102,578. So shattered that one. USM was 10th nas- nationally in average attendance at 5,276 per game. Uh, and baseball had the best home record 
uh, since 2006. We went 26 and five this year. Wow. Uh, Tanner Hall with more honors. Tanner Hall named the NCBWA Dick Hauser Trophy National Pitcher of the Week. And another former Golden Eagle uh, was involved in his next uh, stat here. The, the St. Saint Paul Saints tweeted this. Congrats to our most recent player call-up, Matt Walner. He completed the very rare feat of playing for both us and the Twins on the same day. And Walner hit his first home run of the season with the Twins also, so that's very cool. Not surprised. And last but not least, uh, before we get to shutting this puppy down, um, according to sources, it's it's being reported that Southern Miss and Ole Miss uh, will play a basketball game uh, next year at the Mississippi Coast Coliseum. That's awesome. So very cool indeed. Um, before we get to our shout outs, man, I, I, I'd like to remind everybody that we are sponsored by, um, and this is going to probably, and this is finishing our, we're probably going to keep it going through baseball, but um, mm-hmm. they, they've, they've spawned, they've been great. Uh, the, the guys at Four Street Bar and Grill. Um, uh, so, Four Street Bar and Grill, always the place to be pre and post game for every USM sporting event. They have all the games on if you can't make it to the game. $9.95 plate lunches Monday through Friday, homestyle plate lunches. And tag us on social when you go by there and to get yourself a shout out. And speaking of those shout outs, Pilo, what you got? Yeah. Did you I'm think of have, any? I did. Got yeah. I was, I was kind of nervous because, again, like it's been a long day and, um, you know, sometimes I'm brain dead by this point of the day. And, um, but yeah, I, I uh, circled back around to actually, cause I remembered as you were running through those kind of quick hitters uh, there on Southern Miss related news that one that we failed to mention, um, but I'm going to use it in my shout out is the Southern Miss football team posted the highest team GPA in program history Whoa. with a 2.84 uh, GPA. They had eight, players on the president's list nine players on the dean's list and 50 on the honor roll so uh the shout out comes in to my wife uh oh it's who uh yeah is uh uh, an academic advisor over the defensive side of football and her uh um uh i guess co-worker is uh kylie uh she is the director of uh, academics, and so they those two. Uh, she handles the offensive side. Lisa handles the defensive side. So, uh, huge shout out to those uh, ladies, man. They I, I know personally uh, from all the work that Lisa puts in of checking and like uh, all the stuff that they do. She's always constantly on the phone with coaches and meets with them weekly. And uh, man, just so much goes on behind the scenes uh, to keep these guys eligible and uh, provide uh, all the things they need, you know, to make sure that they're getting it done in the classroom. And obviously it's showing, I mean, a 2.84 for 110 players. Uh, it's pretty solid. Um, That's so, really good. So obviously they're getting it done in the classroom, which is just a testament to Coach Hall and 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 uh, all the hard work that the academic side does uh, for the players and the staff. So uh, got to give them a shout out. Uh, speaking of football players, I uh... – Saw three that I can remember football players at that Sigma Chi golf thing. Yeah. So Swayze Bozeman, he was out there recently uh-huh. married. Swayze Bozeman, um, Cole Cavallo, and uh, Will Saxton. Oh, nice. And probably some more. That's, that's the ones that I saw. Um, so that was cool. 
Um, and also shout outs. I want to give a shout out. I forgot to do it last week. Um, shout out to Nathan Hosey. Yeah. Um, totally forgot to mention Nate dog last week. Um, he came to the ULL series and hung out in the roost with us and, you know, his brother's Justin and good dude. He's one of the OGs with Hub City Comedy. One of one of my favorite comics to go watch uh, of, of all time. And you'd never know it. Just showing up and just talking to him. He's so good. He's so good on stage. It's great. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Logan Kreider. Uh, he, he coached the uh, along with Tiro and Martin Hankins, the fast signs team uh, that, mm-hmm. that was in Jack's league. Came up to me. I went and watched the championship game, which they lost. I don't know how they did it. Probably because I was there. But um, he came <laughs> up afterwards and he was like, hey, man, I didn't know you did that podcast. I was like, oh, yeah. So great, man. I listen to podcasts all the time. Anyway, so Logan, um, thank you. And uh, keep listening. Yeah. Reagan Stockstill, um, we, I follow him on Twitter and he follows us and he does great things on the, uh, on promoting Southern Miss on social. He showed up at Fourth Street and came and sat down right next to me. And, and yeah. we watched uh, the final few innings of the game, I think, and and uh, that App State second game. Good to finally meet uh, Reagan in person. Uh, Jeremy McLean had a birthday this week. Got nice. a, him a shout out. He got beer at the at the Rock, right? Build yeah, a statue, and and last but not least, at the Simicat thing again, um, our good buddy uh, Dave Edwards, who listens to the show, he's a he's a chiropractor in New Orleans, and he actually does the the chiropractic for the Pelicans. Um, so it's interesting Ooh. thing that he does down there, and and that's about it, brother man. Yeah, I have um, one more. I just thought okay, about and I'd I'd put a note down on my phone that um and that I checked while you were running through yours about our good friend uh and uh Ted. Campizio, I know we gave him gave him a shout out before, yeah. um, but he posted a picture at the Sun Belt Championship with he and his bride, right, uh, wearing the goat yoga shirts. So I thought that was awesome. He like tagged us and took a picture, and they were both sitting yeah. there uh, in the game at the game. So uh, thanks for that, Ted, and, and thanks for listening. Uh, we appreciate you. That's another guy who needs to swing by the tailgate. Yeah, he does absolutely. Yeah, cool man. Let's shut this puppy down. Um, it's been Let's a good it. one. Uh, thanks for listening in today, everybody. Uh, whatever day you might have listened and whichever platform you chose to listen in on. Uh, remember, you can follow me at Bumper J and Patrick at P. Lowry. Follow us on all social at To The Top Talk and don't forget about the mailbag or the voicemails. Either way, uh, you can do that at to the top talk at gmail.com. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Tell somebody to the top today. And as always, Southern Miss to the top. Talk. I could play for Alabama, USC, or Notre Dame. You have lots of things to offer, but Southern Mississippi puts you all shame. I was born here in Hattiesburg, never ventured far away. When it comes to playing football, Here in Eagle Heaven is where I'm gonna stay I could play for North Carolina, Ohio State, RLSU You play a good game of football But Southern Mississippi is a whole lot better than you
football season is over and done The fans here in Hattiesburg will be proud of what we've done I could play for the Georgia Bulldogs Florida State or Tennessee But I chose Southern Mississippi And right here at home is where I'll always be I could play for Alabama USC or Notre Dame You have lots of things to offer But Southern Mississippi puts you all to shame I could play for North Carolina Ohio State or LSU You play a good game of football But Southern Mississippi is a whole lot better than you season is over and done all your teams with famous names will see we're number one ask mississippi state ask mississippi state call katie case bailey with dunbar real estate for all of your real estate needs katie case bailey realtor extraordinaire something to show something to list something to sell call today at 601-408-9980 